When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Justine. And I'm Jenna. And that's our dog barking in the background. This is episode, we we researched this. It's episode- 56. Yep. Uh, roll the intro. Oh my gosh, Jenna. So it's been a month. It's been a very long time. Since our last podcast. Very long time. A lot has been happening. Travel, you know, some things. We haven't gotten, you know, to read our reviews in a while. I, I haven't know. even got to my birthday messages. I had to tell you there were- birthday messages to listen to um yeah wow 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 busy busy time it's april it's officially spring how you feeling uh subpar but this is this is funny because on april 1st i was hyped to record a podcast yeah. i got in our discord and i said guys i'm so excited we're recording a podcast today we have an interview it's gonna be so much fun and they're like oh you're just teasing us this must be an april fool's joke it turns out it was. It was. And we'll get to why in a second. Let's read some reviews and stick around for the very interesting story, the tale of the blood clot. God, I don't want to even talk about I it. I don't remember which button is which, so I'm not even going to press it. Okay. You guys have left us some reviews on the Apple podcast. The Apple podcast. Okay. So we're going to get to them. And then you're going to listen to your birthday messages. Yeah, happy birthday. On Anchor. You two are my favorite YouTubers ever, and you make... My morning when I'm mad in the afternoons, you make me happy again. Thank you for all you do. Broccoli from your biggest fan. Oh, ever. we know what broccoli is. We do. Amazing podcast. You guys rock at podcasting. I listen to your podcast every single day. How do you listen every single day? Maybe re-listen. Or you could listen like 10 minutes a day because right. that's like all my attention span can handle. Yeah. This is literally the only podcast I listen to and I love it. We're so sorry to have left you stranded for yes. the last month. So, so sorry. We're going to try <laughs> to be back with uh, more frequent podcasts, and um, but no promises. Um, okay. I love your podcast. It is my dream to meet you guys one day. Um, there's an, Oh, there's an edit. Hey, Justine and Jenna, I cannot remember the last time I listened to your podcast. I'm not proud of it. I missed listening to you guys and I started listening again. You guys are never boring. Oh, it's a very long one, but thank oh. you. Thank you. Um, you guys motivate me to get things done. How I need someone to motivate Dude, me to get things done. Can you motivate us to get things done? It took me three hours to get ready to film a video. And then I was like, I don't really want to do this. So I quit. I've been resting. Yes. Okay. Now we're going to go over to oh my gosh. Okay. Anchor where we have some messages. Now, Justine's birthday. We wanted to have a very special podcast on March 20th. But um, a lot was happening. I had to leave the country and we did not get a chance to do the birthday podcast. We didn't. We had, we had planned to. Yeah. But we didn't. That's usually how it goes. Okay, here we go. Hi, Justine. I hope you have an amazing birthday. Thank you for being just such an amazing person. You're the best. I hope you have an amazing day. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Trey. You're the best. How cute. Trisha. Hi, Jen and Justine. I haven't seen you in a year and I think that's a crime. It is. Jenba, you need to stream more so you can do more push-ups. <laughs> and Jesse, I hope you have the greatest 28th birthday. Love you guys so much. I Bye. actually saw Trish six months ago. You did? I did, because I did another road trip from Seattle. So Trish, I saw you six months ago. Yeah, but you didn't see us together. Okay, here's That's one from fair. Emily. 
Hi, Justine. It's Emily, and I wanted to just say happy birthday. I hope that you have the most amazing birthday ever, and I'm, I'm just so happy. Um, and it's actually so crazy. Today, uh, the day that I'm recording this, is two days before my five-year anniversary <gasps> of watching your videos, which is so crazy. Oh, my goodness. And I remember when I first started watching you, it was right before your birthday, and I remember the video of you making the... I think it was the, it was like the blue cake and you put like the water in the middle and I love that video so much. Oh, so yeah, I, I hope that, that you have the best birthday ever and hope that you're able to celebrate and spend time with Jenna and Maddie and have all the cake. We <laughs> did yeah, all those things. The best. We did. Bye. Yeah. We're, I, just, we're just a couple weeks late on the birthday. Yeah. I had a very good birthday. Yeah. We had cake, chips. Happy birthday, Justine. Um, Thank I'm you, Jordan. Tell you, um, I may have been sent by your lovely friend Trish um, to come here to send a little voice message to do a little surprise prize. Surprise! Say surprise, happy surprise. birthday! To I'm you. celebrating so, my birthday again. Birthday. Yeah, we are. Thank you for being such a big inspiration in my life, and thank you for helping drive my personal creativity. And I always look forward to seeing what you put out, and love the content. Keep on going. Um, and yeah, also, hello, just Jenna. Hello. Yeah, um, happy birthday. Have a great day. Live it up. Um, eat lots of cake or whatever you're doing. You're like <laughs> no sugar right now. Dude, it was. Latte. You were no sugar. Yeah. She didn't even okay, eat the cake. Bye. I happy ate the cake, birthday. though. I did have a bite of cake. It was good. So, for whatever reason, okay, I, look, this is going back. I don't know, for the past couple of months, I've like. You also are very tired, which oh is God, a problem. And I knew that like I was not eating well. I was, and, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try something. I'm going to completely try a diet that I've never tried before. And I tried keto, which is, I wasn't doing it like super hardcore. I was basically just cutting out all carbs and, and most sugar, except for yerba mate, because I couldn't yeah, do it. That's, uh, that's just crazy. So that actually made me feel a lot better. And the pain in my knee that I've been having since like October pretty much went away. But because I had been running a lot, like the, the strength, I guess in that knee had, well, because I haven't been running as much because it was hurt. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. Either way, the inflammation felt much better. Yeah. Like I felt good. That's good. Until, um, <laughs> until dude, I'm so tired. I haven't talked this much in so long. I know it's a lot. We don't, we don't have to talk a long time. Cause I Jeez. also might fall asleep. I think Freaking. we're just emotionally scarred. So maybe if the car, maybe not having carbs would almost killed you. It could be. I don't know. Like, no I'm, carbs. Like, I'm yawning. No like, carbs. I'm going to suck you out. Um, so fast forward. I leave the country. Yes, she I'm does. Out. I was I'm, supposed to go on this trip. Like we, you were we gonna talked go, about me going. And you're like, I don't know. I'm busy. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'll just go do my work. You know, try to have fun, which I ended up filming a bunch of things. Like I, I wouldn't necessarily have called it a vacation because I was working all the time, but it was nice. Nice to get away. Um, I come back. You pick me up from the airport. And that's on Tuesday. Okay. And this whole week, actually that week and then some of the prior week, was NFTLA. So a bunch of my friends were in town that I have actually never met before, but we've been talking on Twitter. So it's like, you know, I get to meet a bunch of these people for the first time, super exciting. There's a conference, there's there's dinners, like every single night there's events and oh. it is so exhausting. Cause obviously I haven't done that in like two years. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that on Tuesday, like I was just tired because you know, I was, I was going out. Yeah. I text Jenna as she's landing basically. Off a 12, 13 hour flight. I said, I think I have a blood clot in my arm. <laughs> like, whatever. You know, we sometimes say those things and you don't think it's serious, but like she didn't, she missed the intent behind it. 
this is because, I mean, this is going back to when you passed out, like running one time. You're always like, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Like, you're like, man, I almost passed out. I almost passed out. I almost, I feel like I have a blood clot. Like, these are just things that we have said where we were like, oh, maybe we do. That has kind of desensitized it. And there wasn't any urgency in your message. There wasn't. No I, for, I forgot that, you know, when I did pass out in a snowbank in Tahoe, that I was supposed to like say like, 911 alert, alert. Yeah, not like, no. it's just like, there's been so many casual passings of like possible, you know, passing out and blood clots where it's just, like I said, it's been like kind of desensitized because we just say that all the time because sometimes we think it, you know, but there was no urgency from from you. So I didn't think anything of it. And when I saw you didn't like show me, I'd be like, yeah, right, like, I did it. Something really hurts in my arm. I'd be like, okay, well, let's go get it figured out. Like no sense of urgency. Which is so weird because once I saw you, it's like I kind of forgot about it because I just sort of got used to like the feeling of my arm feeling so weird. Yeah. Um, but it was super swollen and I started feeling like a little faint and, I, and I, I'm trying to figure out was like, okay, am I feeling faint because I'm getting a little bit nervous that I think I might have a blood clot or am I feeling faint because I have a blood clot? It's so fair. I was like, I need to calm myself and figure out where this panic is coming from. Like, is it, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. The arm's freaking swollen. So I go get a shower. I think it goes down a little bit. And the same day, next day. No, it's still the same day. And I pick you up at the airport because I was like, wait, you don't have a ride. So I pick her up. Am I recording? Yeah. Good. Just wanted to make sure because yeah. I would not have the energy to tell the story. No, no. Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> So I picked Jenna up and um, that night, like I go to a dinner. Oh, I go to like a, a, an event until very late, clotting away. I went to bed at like 6 p.m. because I was, you know, Europe time. But the swelling went down. So I, I told you if it goes down and if it happens again, like I'm going to go to the, the I doctors. don't think you really said that. I did. I don't remember I did. this I have though. the I have the receipts, the text. I don't know if I remember though. You might not remember because you were also on a plane landing from like a 13 hour flight. I just feel like I was also not like well. And I, like I said, there just didn't seem like there was any sense of urgency. Yeah. So maybe I just didn't take it seriously. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Well, why would you? I don't know. I mean, well, I also, if I, if I, I definitely probably should, I should have went to the doctors then. So Wednesday rolls around. I have a full day from morning until nights of events, uh, which was crazy because halfway through the day, I was so tired, much like Jenna. I'm also Always. very tired right now. Mm -hmm. That normally when there's events, you know, downtown Los Angeles, it takes so long to get back to where you need to be and then back again. Yes. So I rented a hotel and basically took a nap mm -hmm. in between my events because I, I would not have been able to go home, take a nap, get ready and go back. So I took a nap in the middle of the day, went to two different events, went to like this, this big event in like downtown Los Angeles. And then I drove to West Hollywood and I came back home. Oh my. Physically exhausted. Yeah. The next morning, um, let's see, that was Wednesday. So Thursday... What did I do Thursday? Oh, I went to another dinner on Thursday night. But during so social, a super. Well, I'm exhausted now, and I never want to see another person. For you literally a very long said, time. "What should we do tonight?" I'm like, "I'm not doing anything." That I'm is going true. To I sit did. Down. I did. I'm like getting Let so antsy. Let me sit down. I'm like, I'm sitting in the house. I'm like, I want to go somewhere. Let's do something. I don't something. want to go Let's anywhere go. ever. Oh my god, I need. And then, oh my god, do I wonder if anyone wants to hang out with me tonight? You just sit down and relax. You I know. have been relaxing for two weeks now. <laughs> so <sighs> Wednesday, we're okay. Now we're on to Thursday. Okay. I was day. so tired, but I had lightsaber training at 7 a.m. Trained, came back and noticed my garage was dirty. As I'm coming back from training, I'm like, I need to, I need to clean this immediately. Clean the whole garage, put together a push sled, put together that um, pressure washer, oh. cleaned up everything, uh, cleaned the whole downstairs, started cleaning the whole office. Oh my like, gosh. I was losing it. It's like that, I don't know. I just, I just couldn't stand it anymore. All the while- Clotting away. The clotting, full clot. 
arm was still a little swollen, went to dinner. And it was weird because even I- How many dinner? Do you go to dinner every night? Well, this was for the, the conference. Oh, that's right. I yeah. was like, geez, oh I don't man. know. These were all special occurrences because of the events that were in town and that were happening. So I went to, went to this dinner and I changed before I left because my arm felt a little swollen. So I was like, this shirt's tight. I gotta change. Freaking change. Get back after the dinner. I left early because I was so tired. And we were supposed to record a podcast early on Friday. Yes. Which is where the April mm-hmm. 1st. Oh yeah. April Fool's. Um, oh my God, I got home and I was like super concerned. I was like, this is not does not look good. Like it didn't, the swelling didn't go down. It was late at this point. And so I was just like, okay, I hope I wake up tomorrow and then I'm going to assess. Once again, you've never sent a picture. Like there was never like a no. follow up, like never like a, you know, like, hey, what do you think of this? Like, you think this is like, looks bad? Never, so I never saw your arm. Never crazy. saw it. I never can't believe it. I never sent you a picture because I, I took pictures of it. Never them. saw it. Weird. Anyway, Friday, I get up at like 5.30 in the morning. I pack all of the podcast stuff because we were going to drive somewhere else to record it. And then after I'm packed, I go down to start getting ready. And like, I can't even lift my arm to put my makeup on. Like my bicep was so swollen. I was, I looked jacked. Yeah, well. It was, but then- what scared me is the fact that it was really turning purple mm-hmm. and there were like spider veins in my shoulder that started breaking. And I was like, there's no doubt about it. I have a blood clot a hundred percent. Like there's, if you, like you're gonna have to show me the receipts and tell me I don't. Unfortunately, the receipts said you have a blood clot. So well, we, and this is when you called me and I was like, oh, she's calling me. I'm like, okay, maybe there's something's wrong. You're like, I think I have a blood clot. I'm like, what's up? You're like, I, like my arm is really swollen. It's a different color. And I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, absolutely. I'm like, look, there's an urgent care down the street from you. I know it opens at nine. If you're like, just, it's literally, it's very close. Pop in, see what they say. Cause at this point still haven't seen anything. So you pop in and they're I like, show her my arm. And she goes, oh my God. And then she went like ran in the back and she ran back and she's like, we're not equipped to handle this. You need to go to the ER right now. She's and like, in the one yeah. in like wherever. Yeah. She kept like telling me all the different places. I was like, okay, well, is there a closer one? And she's like, nope, but I think this is probably your best bet. So then in the meantime, while you were doing that, I was like, okay, I'll get ready, put some clothes on, get the car ready. So when you stopped in there, I was like, okay, I'm just going to come pick you up. You're like, well, I'm going to go get some breakfast first. I'm I was like, starving. Which is, I guess it's a good thing you did eat because you didn't eat the I didn't get to eat until so, 10 p.m. that day. So I go, come pick you up. It's like 9.30. I packed all my stuff. I packed my iPad, my Apple Pencil, my computer. I packed an extra pair of clothes. I pick you up. Take I, you. Take you. I I, there, was, there was some trouble finding parking as much LA as it is. I was like, why is it so hard to get to the emergency room? I'm like, why well, are we supposed to park? Well, how do I drop you off? So I drop you off and- it was a rather small emergency room. So I was like, I'm just going to like hang out outside. And there was like all these like rolls to get in and like, you have to like wait and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, we'll just whatever. So I literally hang out in a parking lot for I think six hours before it, I, it had to have been a while before I actually came in. Cause I was in there for a long time, just staring at a wall. Yeah. Just staring. There just wasn't any room. It's not like you, you were in a room with like three other patients. Yeah. And so I, I was like, there's not really anywhere for me to go. I saw a lot of bad things with my neighbors. Yeah. A lot of bad sad. things. So I'm hanging out in the parking lot. I go to Pete's coffee three times to get some, get some food, hang out. I'm hanging out with one of the parking attendants. She shows me all the birds that she feeds every day. So oh I'm like feeding birds and I make another friend with this other kind lady whose husband's having neck surgery. And then eventually it's like four o'clock. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I got to go in here and be like, what's going on? Like, what's up? What, what's happening? So I go in. They did an ultrasound mm-hmm. and like the, the ultrasound tech, I'm like looking, looking at the ultrasound. And I was like, that doesn't look good, does it? She's like, well, you just wait for your doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm like, you're an ultrasound tech and you're basically telling the doctor what they need to see. So you're seeing it. You know what that is. Yes, I just don't think they're allowed to like, 
relay the information. No, I know. I kept pressing her. Like, I, was, I was like, come on, come on, tell me that. Clot or no clot. I was like, tell me that doesn't look good. I was like, cause you went back to that same spot. You know, that doesn't look good, right? And I'm looking up at it. I'm like, you know, I don't know how to read that, but that looks like a clot to me. So then yes. the doctor finally came in and was like, hey, you got a clot. Mm, it's uh, pretty clotted. So we're going to get you a bed in somewhere else. They might have to do a thrombectomy. I'm like, I've never heard that word in my life, but I don't like it. Don't like it. I was like, is there any chance that they don't have to do a thrombectomy? If you want to die. Yeah. I think that was the only other option. He's like, well, if we're transferring you to that hospital, there's a really good chance they're going to do that. I was like, okay. So like, what are the odds? Like if we're in Vegas and you were a betting man. 100% it's (laughs) happening. Yeah. So uh, they call an ambulance. Had to wait for transport in the ambulance, which it was a Friday afternoon. So I think around, finally around like Friday at 5 p.m. 5 5 p.m. they pack you up. 5.30 you hit the road. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go stop at my house and then stop at your house, get all the things. Because like we clearly are not coming home tonight. We did not come home that night or the next night uh, or the next, the next, the next, the next, the next. But yeah, so I pack my stuff. You get, oh, I was so sad. I pulled away and then I I hear your little ambulance like the sirens take off. I was like, that's Jossie. She's going in the ambulance. So I go home. Like what a scary experience though. And like, I know I'm sure many of you out there have had similar experiences, maybe a little less severe, maybe, or unfortunately more severe, but it's like, it's, it's just like your mind is just like, what, what now? Like you're just in a state of like denial. First of all, I feel like I might still kind of be like in some weird shock, yeah, some calming state because like I was so, chill even though like this is a pretty severe situation i still feel like a little chill well, maybe. like you're a lot like your life is in the hands of strangers i know actual strangers and it was the weekend shift you know so it's like were they like chilling or were they fresh like are they weekend only or did they just have a long week you know are they tired i came in with a blood clot on a weekend i should have went on tuesday terrible time next go time on, i got a plan a, going on a monday people are fresh but it, it could have been really busy that week you know could be busy during the week I mean, I don't know. It could be. Hard to say. It could be. But I also, I think because of you had to wait like a day or two days until they could get someone, I think, to do the procedure. Yeah. Well, so I think it also took a little bit longer on the weekend. So try to, you know, don't try to avoid the weekend time. But they did come in though, because it was Saturday. They did. They did the first procedure, which. Was that Saturday? Dude, yeah. Because Friday, they did the first one Saturday because they put me under three times, which is kind of a lot, right? It feels like a lot. They did, I don't oh, know. I guess it was Saturday. Yeah. Because they, yeah, because I couldn't check in until 10 a.m. So I left you in the hospital the first night. I was like, you good? Like, what's up? Like, um, I left late and I went home and I went to sleep. I was hey, like, you got to go. I'm good. I'm, I'm going like, to sleep. I was like, all right, I'll come back first thing in the morning. So, well, I also I had to get a COVID test every single time. So Did, were you <laughs> back by the time, or did they take me down without you? No, because I couldn't go up until 10. Right. So then they took me down to go do this procedure, which I don't know anything about. Like the doctor said he wouldn't come up to my room to talk to me about it. I was like, oh, okay, wheel me down to the OR. I will have a word with him there then, I suppose. Yeah. It's like, okay, Uber, beep, beep, let's go. Yep. Have a little chatty chat. Um, And then, I mean, it was wild because I didn't know anything about this. And then my sister's a pharmacist, so I ended up calling her. And then we called our friend Chris, who does literally the same exact He's procedure. an interventional radiologist. Can you believe it? I know, and which sucks because like it would have been so cool. Be like he makes YouTube videos, Becky and Chris. If the you've club. seen their YouTube channel, how cool would that have been? Of well, I mean, I don't know. This would be a really sad collab, but like, yeah, but like Chris doing my freaking surgery. Yeah, like you know that. Like imagine the titles now. My YouTube friend 
does my surgery and his could be like doing friend on doing surgery on my YouTube friend. It could have been just, it would have been great. Would have been fantastic. Incredible. We're going to have to have them on our podcast or we'll be on their podcast. We, we all, have to, we have we to talk about talk it. Talk about the time. And, and, and Jenna's talking to him. And then I'm like, I, I couldn't move either one of my arms cause they both were compromised. So all I could do was like move my little thumb and I'm trying to like text Chris. I go, I gotta call you. So actually no, cause it was the night that I went home from, I left you the first night. I woke up, I woke up at 3am. So I was like, oh crap, I'm awake. Like just stressed out. I'm awake. So I slept like two hours. I wait till 5am. Cause I know they're like, they're on the East coast, I think. So I was like, okay, it's 5am, 8am their time. I'm like, I'm going to text Chris. <laughs> like he's really nice. I've talked to him before. Like, you know, we always talk about cars and crypto and whatever. I was like, I was like, Hey, I'm really sorry to bother you on like a weekend. Um, but, uh, Justine is in the emergency room with a blood clot. And like, I know like you, are a doctor and you have a lot of experience in this nature. Like just was wondering if it would be okay if she, if she had some questions, like if you could talk to her, I'm like, you can totally say no. Like you don't have to you yeah, don't yeah, owe yeah, us yeah. anything. I'm like, you know, just, you know, if you have some free time today. <laughs> so then I happy like Saturday, yeah, happy Saturday. So I, I loop him in and then, um, yeah, with your limited mobility that morning, they wheel you down to the OR and that's when our dog is going absolutely crazy. What is happening? I'm getting so many deliveries. Oh my God, it's like, it's like your birthday. Yeah, it's a really well, sad birthday. Well, it's like when I had COVID, so many people were bringing me so many gifts and like food. I was like, it feels like my birthday, except I have no taste or smell and people keep sending food. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you, how did you gain weight during COVID with no taste or smell? People kept giving me gifts to eat. Anyway, so I, I loop you guys in on a text thread. I'm not there yet. You're down in the OR where I couldn't visit anyway. And and I've been pretty calm this whole time until now. I'm like, okay, this is where I have to make the decision. Like there's nobody else here around me. Like I'm the one that has to be like, okay, we're going to do this or we're not going to do this. And then I have my panicked sister. Other sister. Other sister who um, has had some patients or people that she's known like actually do this procedure and then not make it. So I'm freaking out because she's like, oh my God, well I had so-and-so die and so-and-so. I'm like, can you maybe like, you save that for yeah, like she, later. She has no chill. I'm like the chill one too. But the thing is, is like they obviously had to, well, that's even what Chris said. He's like, you know, they're going to explain some very serious, you know, risks. Like that's, you know, the possibility are low, but like they have to still explain. They might say stroke. They might say this. Like these are very, very scary things. Like also, I mean, yeah, you can internal bleeding. Like you could have a brain, like you can literally bleed out, have a brain right. bleed, have a stroke. Like these are very serious things. And for like a doctor to not really talk to you about and just kind of. Well, I think there's like, there's a way to do it. And like, I feel like some people are better at talking you through things. My doctor, not so much, but like the way that Chris explained it. And because obviously I know him too, it's like, you know, you have sort of that understanding, but I think there has to be, it's just hard because a lot of people aren't able to communicate yeah. and kind of like relate. And when someone like this guy probably does a ton of these all the time. And it's just like, he's like, this is another thing. Like, you're going to be fine. I'm like, yeah, you're saying that, but like, you're not making me feel that, you yeah. know? I mean, you also could have died. It's not like, oh, it's definitely. not like guarantee you're going to be fine. No. So it's like that fine line of at least having some type of compassion, which I feel like sometimes a lot of doctors and I mean, just people in general also kind of lack because to them, this is their job. It's an everyday thing. They don't really have any emotional attached to attachment to it. Like you don't mean anything to that doctor. Like no, why would he nothing. care? Why would he care about you? But some, some doctors do, some people do. And all of your nurses and like the staff, like everyone was so- Oh my God, so nice. So nice. And also I don't want to say that he doesn't care. I, I think it's it's just like some people aren't able to even 
like show that. I mean, obviously he doesn't want his patients to like No, I mean, perish. yeah, but I'm saying like, it's not like he, you're not his, you know what I mean? It's like, yes, I know he, he just, he doesn't know you. Right. I'm not his child or something. Yeah. You so know? it's like, yeah, he doesn't obviously want to kill you, but it's also, <laughs> it's like, there's that difference where it's like, Chris is your friend. Like, you know, he probably cares a little bit about, you know, how you're feeling and, you know, your health and trying to explain it a little bit softer to you. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it just depends on, just depends on. You know, how you are as a person. So Chris explained, and then finally, um, Brianne was like, well, is there any way we can do like a lower dose to start just because it's like, this is a lot. And the thing too, with a lot of these procedures is they don't ever take sort of, I mean, they do take your your size into account, but a lot of times it's just that one blanketed, like, yeah. this is the procedure, this is the standard, no matter your size, like whatever, like that's what we do. So we did for 24 hours, a lower dose, and this procedure does sometimes take 12 to 48 hours. So yeah. it's like, you can't really be sure. So, um, well, unfortunately. I think too, you had a very severe clot. Like it, they, no one ever said a percentage, but like they basically said it was like. It was pretty, yeah. Like yeah. basically 100% clogged, but they never said that. They're like, it was severe clog. So. Clot. Clogged clot. clot it's still clot the same. city. Your veins were all clogged up. Yeah, thankfully it wasn't a vein, not an artery. It was a vein. Yes, it was a vein. You said wasn't a vein. No, it was. Oh. It w- thankfully it was. Oh, I heard wasn't. It's okay. Um, So where are we? We're in the next uh, day. So, well, we're still technically in the first procedure, I guess. Oh, so, so sad. So they stick the, the, the catheter into the vein. So there's like two different methods. I guess the one method is they could go up there and try to remove it. But the chances of them, like, I guess, you know, interfering with it and, like, breaking it up, which then obviously you could break off, go into your brain, go into your lungs, go somewhere else, that's a higher risk. So with this procedure, it was, what, like, the TPA that they were they were putting close to the clot to, like, actively dissolve it, correct? Yeah. And that went up through my arm into, like, my shoulder where the clot was. And I guess there's also various different ways that you can get to it. But that was what we did. And then it yeah. um, was not very fun. And then because of that, I 100% could not use either of my arms because I had IVs in this one. And then this one was freaking got a catheter in it. Yeah. And it was already still swollen a different Ugh. color. So the first night, okay. So we, you, you slept over that night. I st- oh yeah. I stayed. We, o- I was you in the ICU. ICU. So I was like, okay, well, like I'm not leaving you now. So we were there the first night. You get wheeled back in around like, I think 11, 1130. They wheel you in and I'm like, hey, what's up, Jess? I'm here. What's up, girl? I was oh, so you just loopy. Look so sad. But you got, to eat, you got to eat, though. Oh, yeah. So that was exciting. I did not lose was my appetite. So you didn't eat for like 20, no, because you ate late, but it, whatever. It was a long time because she wasn't allowed to eat. So I bring her some food. Uh, you know, we're hanging out. You can't use your arms. So I'm like brushing your teeth and brushing your hair and scrubbing your face and. You know, putting all my of pants the, on. Putting some pants on. She didn't she have to wipe pants. my butt, though. Did not, well, didn't wipe her butt, no. But somebody else had to wipe yep, her butt. Yep, it's unfortunate. So she couldn't stand up. And it was crazy, too, just, like, watching when anytime you would move, like, the bed just the slightest bit up, like, your heart rate would jump, like, 20. Because you were on, like, heparin. You were on, like, severe blood thinners and that medication, which was actively trying to break up a clot. So it was wild. So we were, yeah, so you stayed in the ICU for 24 hours. And they're like, okay, we're going to take you down again uh. the next morning to see... If it worked. Well, it didn't, uh, but it did get some of it. Yeah. And I was in pretty low spirits just because I like my arm was still swollen. I was like, this didn't work, did it? Oh, they had to give you the potassium IV too. Oh my God. Yes, that was night. the worst. Out of everything that I've experienced through this whole experience, the potassium IV drip was by far the worst. It was like for four hours straight. I no. was just like, 
It was a burning pain. My arm was cramping. It was absolutely terrible. And then every time my blood pressure would get taken on my arm, it would just be like, it would be like my arm was just boiling. I was like, oh God, every hour. I know. Anytime I heard that blood, because I was sleeping in the little recliner in the corner. And anytime I heard the thing go off, I'm like, oh no. And then, so your heart rate, your resting heart rate is always very low, very low. She has a very low resting heart rate. And in the ICU, obviously she has her vitals monitored, like, every single second. So she's just seeping, seeping away. <laughs> and like anytime it would drop below 50, it would like make an alert, like this loud beeping sound. So I would like shoot awake and like stare at the monitor. I'm like, okay, what's wrong? And I'm like, okay, it's just her heart rate. I think I did that like a hundred times because every time it would drop, like even if it would fluctuate, go back up and then go back down, it would send off another alert. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, what's wrong? Yeah, and then sometimes crazy. there was like air in the line of some of your IVs, which is it could be deadly. And I was like, does this machine shut off? Like when there's air in the line, like I finally asked. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, it shuts off. I'm like, okay, so she's not getting air pumped into her veins. I'm like, okay, cool. But it's like, just the sounds. Every two hours they had to come check on you and do like a, a like check vitals. your vitals, check to make sure that you were, you know, you know where you were and there wasn't like a brain bleed and that you were still um, yeah. like, what's the word? cognitive yeah is that the word yeah I had to give I had to say like my name where we were what the year was yeah which makes sense and so. then she goes she goes do you know where you are and then at some point I was like half asleep I'm like well yeah she's like well where <laughs> I go oh <laughs> oh. Like, oh you want an answer okay <laughs> yeah so every two hours she did that um so it's like you don't really sleep and like my aura ring sleep from from your ICU it was like just Every 10 minutes. I'm like, oh my God, look at all these lines. I had to take mine off because my whole body was just so swollen that oh, yeah. I, I was like, I don't want this to be cut off. Yeah, they would have had to cut it. Yeah, you, oh were, my God. you were swollen finger. Okay, so Super next day, swollen. 24 hours later. This is where we go back down. And I know like my arm's still swollen, Jen. I was like, this is not, this is not good. I, you, you were down there with your procedure. I see your nurse first. I was like, did it work? And she was like, no. And she just had like also a very defeated and sad look on her face. I was like, oh. Like it's like they got some of it. Like it's like now a partial clot and they wheel Justine back in and she's like an oxygen mask on and she's just like breathing heavy and like crying. And I'm like, this is the lowest I've ever seen her. And I'm like, I cannot, I know Justine's oh. like film, film any, film everything. I was like, this is something I don't ever want to remember. I'm not filming this. Cause like, I will always see that in my brain. And it was so sad. Cause I knew the 24 hours was just, was torture. I was like, this is so, so sad. So you couldn't move. Like I, I could not, no, you move. couldn't move. So I'm like, okay, another 24 hours. All right. Well, I cried all the way back from, from the room. It was, it was a very sad sight. So I'm like, all right, well we can go get some, I'll go get some breakfast and, and we'll just try to make the best of this next 24 hours. So, um, the time passed pretty quick. Like all I kept doing is just like, okay, 8am, 8am. I got to get to 8am. And then they moved it to 9am. They did. But honestly, once I got to 8am, I was like, okay, cool. That's all right. That's all so, right. So I think that night. Oh my God. Ro came to visit. Ro did come to visit. I didn't want any visitors. I didn't want to see anyone. I had no energy. I was exhausted. I looked like a, a rotten ratchet rag that they picked up off the, the ER. True. Floor. I tried to, I bought you some new jammies at Bloomies, but she like did. you couldn't wear jammies. So. No. And then I had this sports bra on that I had put on like Thursday night. Oh. And like, it was like, it was so, I, I didn't want to take it off because I also like, I mean, it would have had to have been cut off. Yeah. But I was also very cozy, just chilling in like my, my, 
my comfy pants yeah. and sports bra instead of like being completely naked in a, in a hospital gown, sure. flopping around. Yeah, those aren't comfy. No. Yeah, you, you're living your comfy life. So oh, super cozy. So everyone has been, re- well, not everyone, but the people who knew were reaching out and I was like, can I come visit? I was like, she really doesn't want like any visitors, especially like three day, day three in the hospital, day two in the ICU, you know, same sports bra. I'm like, she doesn't really want any visitors. Um, and at the time I, so you were, they slept there, but then I was like, I'm going to go home for a little bit. And I'm going to go like, just grab some more food, grab some different food. I don't, I didn't grab food. I don't know what you, I, I don't know. I just was like, I'm going to go get some more clothes, get some more stuff and I'll be back. So I'm pulling back in and Rose like, Oh, I just want to let you know, like we're here. Oh. <laughs> she's like, I was like, okay, go here to check in here, here. She's like, I know she said no, but I'm just going to bring her a little something. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Well, so, like, like me and Rose were supposed up. to go to Hawaii this weekend. Like we were supposed to be there. And I, a spoiler alert, I'm making, I'm recording a podcast. Yeah, it's fun too. Yeah, it's fun. I was trying to get Jenna to go out and do something fun today, but she wants to go sleep. I why need a nap. You, why don't you go nap and then think about it? Yeah, I just definitely need a nap. Yeah, I'm take just a nap. so sleepy. We gotta go do something fun. I just don't want to do anything. I have not recovered from my Europe trip. I haven't recovered from my COVID in January. It's I, just been like a downhill of like, <laughs> maybe I'll get a week. Um, anyway, so Ro comes to visit. Ro and Mike come and she has this like trench coat on. I know, like, and I'm like, it's not sure. that cold out. Actually, right? it was very cold was out. Oh, was, I haven't been it, outside. It was cold out. So I was like, okay, like, like that's a cute little outfit. And she's like, I got something for you. And she like seductively unties it. I was like, what is she about to do right now? <laughs> and she had <laughs> like a, a little hula skirt and like these coconut like bra. And I was like, oh my God. And she played like this like Hawaiian music and she was like dancing. And I'm like, this is. She said she was in like the hula club and like oh my, in high school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she puts on a performance. She brings this cute little uh, stuffed lamb that looks like Maddie. She brought a whole basket full of like Hawaiian goodies. I was like, this is very, very thoughtful. Yeah. And I was just like, I was so happy, but also so sad because I was like, you guys get to go and I'm not, but I'm just happy to be alive, to be honest yeah, with you. That's so fair. like, Hawaii is not going anywhere. No, we, we can go back. So that was very sweet. So she stayed for sweet. a little bit and, you know, she brought a nice, very, very sweet, sweet. Uh, gifts. I, I was actually looking at the uh, the, the gummy bears. Oh yeah, they're still down there. Mm. Um, yeah, but everyone was like, everyone who knew was like, what can we send her? What can we send her? And I'm like, do not send anything because then I'm gonna have to move it and transport it. And at this point, she was, you know, I was you so were already different rooms. You were already in your third room, and you were gonna get shoveled to another room um, eventually. So that was your second night in the ICU, third night in the hospital. So I'm like, okay, it's nighttime, and we're just like, how do we like get? Like, do we watch a show? Someone's we tried like, to watch uh, Moon Knight. Moon we Knight Night. We're like, oh, Moon Knight Night. We're going to have Moon Knight Night. So, like, we put the iPad up on the, you know, tray table. We get all cozy and ready to watch it. And we're both just like, this is not working. No. We're just, like, not in the mindset. And, like, people keep coming in to check your check to see if you're alive. <laughs> so, Moon Knight Night did not happen. It did not. So, we just, I was like, do we just go to bed? I think we went to bed at 8 o'clock. Probably. It was very early. Well, they woke us up every two hours. Actually, every hour for a vital check. Yeah. We did that. The next morning rolls around. We're like, oh boy, oh here God, it I'm is. I'm just like, I just want to eat food. That's yeah. all I wanted to do. Or stand up. That, oh, I couldn't wait to stand up. Yeah, she didn't stand up in days. Actually did not, like you were mm. like this. For yep. days. Yep. Days. So the next morning rolls around. My arm, I'm like so excited. I'm like, I think it's like, it felt like pretty good. Oh, but you had that weird rash. Oh, I did have a weird rash the night before. I and it, her know. arm was on fire. Like touching it was, it was honestly too hot. It was hot. It was like raised and bumpy and it was very, very hot. So I'm wondering if like that was when maybe the clot, it was like breaking up. 
departed. I don't know. It was very strange. I don't but know. It was very scared. I was very scared. I was and still. also this whole night. So like the past two nights, like I basically stared at your vitals for three days at this point, And I was watching your blood pressure and the lowest your blood pressure went was like 97 over like 48, mm. which is insanely low. <laughs> but like you obviously weren't moving. You were on blood thinners. I was like, that's really low. And I had, I had it moved in three days. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Like I was watching, you know, watching all your vitals. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So the next morning rolls around. They wheel you down. I'm like, okay, I'll be here when you get back. Hopefully with good news. And, and this whole time, like I have my phone, like trying to make videos just to like document it, which everyone's like, how could you do that in such a time like that? I'm like, I've literally been filming my entire life. This is just something that like I do. And honestly, like if I want to tell the story to be able to have that content is adding to it. Yeah. So it's like, you should not be surprised. I also feel like the doctor probably did not like that. Absolutely. And I think that they did not like it at all. Yeah. No, did not. Absolutely so not. You heard the one comment. He's like, are you done with your phone now? And I'm like, whoa. I, and I go, yeah, I think I got some good content. <laughs> yeah, like it was a real, not very nice comment. Well, I mean, I shouldn't be, you, like your patient should not be over there like worrying about their phone. So well, I told- you aren't worrying about your phone. You're just documenting your experience. Yeah, but honestly, it's like, you don't want somebody worrying about that when they're like worrying about your life. So I, I kind of get it. But yeah. they took very good care of my phone. They did. The one guy I went, he was the best. He was like my phone escort. So mm -hmm. <laughs> anytime, the, the, the third time I was like, Okay, I'm done filming now. He, I was like, can you make take good care? He's like, I have the past two days. I gotcha. That's true. They would bring it back in a little bag. Yeah. Because they would always take um like uh, what's like tally, like what you have, like, okay, electronics, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you have? What do you have? And anytime they're like, are you taking your phone down? You're like, I think you should leave it. And they're like, what if it gets lost? And you're like, it's okay. It's not going to get lost. It's not going to get lost. I'm like, oh God, it I could. Like, it could get lost. But yeah, it, it came back every time. It in did. a very nice cushioned baggie. No, everyone was great. I mean- I really could not have asked for like better care. Like, yeah. I mean, unbelievable. They were very nice. Definitely made this really terrible experience. Just like I felt at ease, which was great. Um, so the good news is that procedure seemed to go well. So they took the catheter out. Oh my God. When I woke mm -hmm. up and I saw my little arm didn't have those cables and cords out of it. Oh, what did they tell you? You're like, I don't remember. I don't remember. That's the problem is like, I'm coming out of anesthesia and I'm like, trying to offer the, the doctor like a hundred dollars. Cause Jenna, I remembered she showed me that I had a hundred dollars in my purse. Yep. So I was like, okay, how about a hundred dollars just to do this for 12 hours? How about that? Mm -hmm. Good deal. Good deal. He's like, no, like, okay. I'm going to even try to offer him five Ethereum. Yeah. That's a way that you would have done the math. That's a good deal. I just don't think they're allowed bribery. Cause like five Ethereum is not going to cover him getting fired and losing his, Wait, his I mean, license. True. But like, then but this is giving him a good start into the crypto world. I just don't know. I just feel like he probably is okay with his his medical license. Probably. Yeah. So, so they wheel you back up. They get the clot. They give me a thumbs up before they wheel you in. They're like, yeah, we got it. I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank you. And that's as good because there was actually no way that they could have done this procedure longer than 48 hours. So yeah. then they would have had to probably wait a whole nother day. Oh, my God. And go up in there and, like, grab it. I don't At that know. point, I think they would have had to done the... the Suck it out. Yeah, suck it out, the vacuum. So that would have sucked. I wish they would have sucked it out the first time. What could have, uh, yeah. Well, well, oh, what, you mean, you mean it could have broke off and went to my lungs? So, so. Or your brain. Or my brain. But it could have been a big full size. Yeah, but if you're sucking, why would it, it's just, you don't know. We Sometimes, don't know. What if the vacuum is jammed? Okay, so then the next day, <laughs> all right. So ICU, they keep her in the ICU for a little bit. Like, oh, we're going to downgrade you, you know, now that you're not on, you know, these life threatening uh, meds. 
So this was the night where my chest started hurting. So I they started getting chest you. pains. They move you to the next room. Okay, we're now we're now on the sixth floor. Um, I read all of the signs and all of the floors. The one you were in the surgical intensive care unit. Oh, there were oh shoot now I don't remember 20, 24 beds on that unit. You're now moved to the sixth floor in the northwest hall, which there. They see 1,500 patients a year in this hmm. one. So not not as many patients, which I was surprised. That's a pretty low number. So they move you there. And, you know, we're just hanging out. You know, we're like, oh, cool. They got it. They got it. You know, I'm watching the watching the monitor again, your vitals. I'm like, that's weird. Like, your blood pressure is 150 over, like, 80. That's actually almost double what it has been. Like, yeah, you're sitting up a little bit, but that's very high. Yeah, I'm like, I went for a little walk for the first time. My legs were so tingly, <clears throat> but <clears throat> that was high. Yes. And I was also having chest pains. So there was that. You were having it, was chest like, pains. it felt so weird because like I could, when I was breathing, like I could feel like I, it felt like the pain just traveled all the way over to like my heart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, something's not right. And you were like, my chest is kind of like swollen and like, like, yeah, like my, my boob felt swollen. It was weird. Which I know. Yeah, weird. I was so, like, why? So we're like, hey, something is like kind of questionable. Like, so they came in <clears> and they did an, uh, they did, an they, did, they, did an, they did an EKG. They did an EKG. EKG. I tried they, to get him to let me keep it. Yeah. It, it was a, cool, had a printer. It did have a printer it attached to it. High tech. It was like a nice, nice paper too. So no, did, it was basic. I told him his paper was basic oh, and was then it? he got upset. Oh, yeah. I was like, sorry. Right. Was the like, machine can I, can was I nice. a card stock? It was <laughs> a high tech machine. It was cool. So they did the EKG and they're like, everything looks fine. So we're like, okay, well that's good. Um, they did another ultrasound, did they? They, they did like that little ultrasound of both of my veins, like over here. Oh, true, true. It was just a small little thing. And, but then I was like, well, look, her blood pressure is very high. I was like, I've been, I've stared at it for four days at this point. Like this is very high for her. So I was like, well, just make sure you keep telling them like, you know, like your chest feels tight and like your breathing is weird and like something doesn't feel right. So then at this point, I think I went home. I was like, all right, do you want me to stay? I was like, you good? I was like, Please you're not home. on the medicine. You're not on the crazy medication. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go home. Because at this point, I did also spend two nights in a row yeah. the ICU. So I was like, I'm not going to fight it. Like, I'm going to go home, take a shower. Because the ICU didn't have a shower. No. So I was just disgusting. So I go home, shower. Now, I had nightmares all night. Just terrible nightmares. I was waking up every hour, just like, where am I? So I actually had a nightmare that you had a blood clot in your lungs. So I wake up in the morning, and I see your message from midnight saying, they're taking me down to get a CT scan now. And I'm like, yeah, it's like one thirty in the morning, rolling down to get a CT scan, and the woman's like, "Yeah, usually people say they don't want to do late night scans." I'm like, "I'm not here for like a retreat. I'm not here <laughs> to like go to the freaking spa. I'm here because I have a problem. I don't care what time you got to take me down. Yeah, take me freaking down and go. fix my body." Yeah. So I wonder if that's when my nightmare was. It could have been. It was so weird. So I had that nightmare. I was like, "Oh yeah," and then I wake up and you're like, "Yeah, they said everything was okay," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." So then I get there as soon as I can, you know, get my daily COVID test because I didn't have my, my booster because I was going to get my booster, but then I got, uh, COVID. got COVID and then they like, you gotta, well, that's a whole thing. So anyway, get my COVID test before I go. My fourth, fifth COVID test of the, <laughs> the trip, <laughs> a trip, whatever it is. So I roll up 10 a.m. first, you know, first in line for the, actually not first in line. You couldn't go until 10 a.m. So there was a long line for the guests. Anyway, I, I roll up. You're like, and I think, was it when I came into the room they were I telling think, you? Yes, because I, so another doctor had come up and he was sent to report that I did actually, in fact, have a PE where the the clot had made its way to my lung. Well, I think probably, too, the technicians at night probably 
needed a doctor or wanted a doctor to read it before like telling you that. So that right. probably makes sense why it was not until the morning. And they said, yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, I, I had a nightmare about that. She did. And it was true. And they were like, well, the same medication that you're on would be what we use to treat this anyway. So, so still on high doses of, um, blood thinners, Eliquis. Where's my Eliquis fam at? Hello. Well, you were on heparin though in the hospital, yes. right? Yes. But that's, I think that's mostly like, is it I think same? that's like an, I'm not sure is that specific to IV. I don't, I don't know. know. Not sure. Either way, um, I've met a few other people on, on Twitter that are also on it. Well, Ooh, did you friends. know you can get a, a coupon? I do now. Because <laughs> now that I've found out how expensive this prescription is, which is crazy. It's like $600. $600. Like what the heck? What? Honestly, the medical just industry, pharmaceutical, you're you're insane. Like insulin, I like is so expensive. Like these drugs are so expensive. Like how do people afford it? They and don't. Some of them don't. And then it's like your insurance might pay just like some of it. I'm terrified to see my medical bill. So I think I think it's gonna be because I think I have to pay twenty percent still of everything, which is still gonna do be you? I don't know. I also think that too. I'm pretty sure you're you're gonna be looking at a quarter million dollars at least. Oh my well, not um, you, Bob. Well, oh, that's 50,000. Oh my God. Right? Oh my God. I don't want to do, I can't do the math. $50,000. So I'm going to, I'm just, I mean, look, I want to see the itemized bills. I wonder if they're going to charge me for that extra ice cream that they brought me. They brought me an ice cream. They better not charge for the extra cookie that they didn't bring either one They didn't of. even, br- they didn't. They were supposed bring to bring two cookies. They didn't bring two cookies. Um, I think it's probably going to be, because like, here's the thing. You went to the emergency room. Which my emergency room copay is four hundred dollars. Yours is like three seventy five. Okay, well, so that's nice. But then they take you in an ambulance. That's expensive on the weekend at five p.m. in Los Angeles. That's automatically surcharge. Right. I don't know if that's how it works, but I probably assume it's like Uber surcharge. And they had to have a nurse in there too, so I had to have. So that that was like an extra added person. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, because I'm on that on blood thinner, so they had to have like a, a third person, which normally they don't. So they yeah. had to pick him up on the way. <laughs> they picked him up? Yes. Well, they came, like you made a stop? No, no, he was there. They oh. picked him up on the way <laughs> to me. Okay, <laughs> I pictured this now as like Uber carpool. <laughs> they go pick him up. No, yeah, he was so already you, there. You had an extra person. And then, you know, so two nights in the emergency room and two nights in the ICU. And then basically, was it three days <sighs> of that procedure and anesthesia? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's insane. That's a lot. It's gonna be. It's gonna be wild. And I think you met with like that, like some, the vascular surgeon, uh-huh. didn't you? And then like all there. I think we met like seven different doctors. And we're not even done yet because we're still in like the beginning stages of like figuring out what this is. Oh yeah. So they, what, so, so they diagnosed you with was it the thoracic saying, outlet syndrome? Yeah. But then more specifically was the. Uh, I keep saying it wrong. Paget Schroeder's. Yeah. But is that something? like what they're saying, or is that like, is that like a more I guess it's just confusing because they were saying, well, we, we only, because it's, some doctors said the thoracic outlet syndrome. Yeah. Well, I think that hospital. is an overarching issue with compression of that vein. Uh-huh. So I think the Paget Schroeder Schroeder. is because of the, is the, the rib. So I see. Um, I've actually been, I've met a lot of people, well, not a lot of, but considering a bunch of people that have reached out about this, um, and also people are saying that I'm, I have this because of the vaccine. I'm like, this rib did not just develop here because unless of it. it yeah, like, unless the vaccine made you grow a different rib. I'm not dismissing that it could be. I'm also not blaming because no one really knows. But everyone that I've talked to that has had this similar thing 
happened to them years ago, diagnosed, not vaccinated. So I'm not going to get into some sort of, you know, political debate of, of, of that side of things. Like you can believe what you want to do. That's the point is that I survived this. Hey, you never had COVID either. Also never had COVID and knowing friends who have had long-term COVID from getting it prior to the vaccine, their lives are now completely different. It's also so, really crappy too about the people being like, oh yeah, it's because you got the vaccine. Oh, no, not, the, not like, hey, how are you doing? Like, so sorry this happened. It's just like automatic that. It's no. like, you're still a person. It's like, and no matter what causes, like that still happened. So I don't know how you haven't fought every single person on the internet because I would have lost my mind. Oh no, yeah, they're saying I deserve this. Um, this is what I get for promoting the vaccine. And they're pulling up like one of my other videos where I was like making fun of vaccine side effects, but like what I was making fun of was I was making fun of myself. Oh, it was you turning into because, a- Well, no, I was just using this stupid filter. But what I was saying is I was like, I was like, oh, I have, I have my side effects are because I'm lazy and this and this oh. and, I, and that. I was like, oh, you mean those aren't side effects? That's just me? So, I mean, like I wasn't making fun of any of the side you effects. You also never got your booster. I didn't get my booster. Um, I was going to, but then- once she got COVID and then we were traveling. and then We were going to get it over Christmas, but we, we were, were sick. Yeah. Not with COVID. So we were sick forever. And so, then, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate that that's like, like that's now what I'm getting tied into, like vaccine conspiracies. I know. Which like, this is a bone disorder. Like this is not, we're still working on the diagnosis, but like, yeah. I, I mean, I think people that are being that cruel, I mean- I hope you don't get COVID is all I'm going to say. Know. Well, or that, you hope you don't ever have anything like this. True. And it's just really tough because it's like, you know, we're all doing our best. And my job also, like it does require, I think having a lot of the vaccines. So I was like, I'm just doing what I think is best for me. And um, I don't think I would make a different decision. Yeah, no, it's true. I think I would say probably, gosh, almost like 80, not 80%. I would say like 60%, 60 to 80% of the projects I've done in the past six months to a year, which would be like the main source of my income required me to be vaccinated. Yeah. and I So think, like I would have missed out on a lot of money and op- right. like fun opportunities. Well, I think that's what people are fighting about because yeah. they don't want to be regulated to have to be vaccinated to do these things. Well, but- spoiler alert, how do you think you went to school? It's we had to have vaccines. Like this isn't new information. I, I know. Like, I went to college. I had to get a freaking tetanus shot or something. Like you had to get, it's not new. Yes, I understand that maybe it came upon so suddenly. Yeah. But this isn't new information. Like it's Maddie not. had to go get a booster shot. Like we want to take Maddie to Hawaii, but he needs to make sure. He's he- got to get his vaccines. Like it's yeah. just something you want to go, you know, travel to different countries. Like you get a vaccine. I mean, I wasn't excited about getting it. I no. wasn't like, wow, I want to line up and do this. Either way, you know, don't fire me up because I'm getting tired and I'll come get you guys. I mean, it sucks because I honestly, like I do see it from both perspectives. And I, I see from people who have medical conditions who chose to not get it or, you know, weren't able to because of whatever reason. But yeah. all I'm saying is we're going to do some more, you know, digging, seeing what's up here. Yeah. But the source of this also is, get this, the Paget Schroeders is very common in athletes, which is why that's what they were giving me that diagnosis. Yeah. Because of all of the martial arts stuff that I do is incredibly repetitive. All of my lightsaber training mm-hmm. is all like- Swinging all that the, stick. Yeah, so it's like all those same motions that I do very, very often, that has compounded into where we are today. So over the past couple of years, that has been something that I've been training and those move those movements yeah. just keep compressing, compressing, compressing. Do you know what I did on Thursday? Lightsaber training. Lightsaber, that's pretty bad. Thursday. 
I train at least two or three times a week and then just like randomly. And I also work out. I do a lot of, so I'm very active. So that's why it's sort of in that kind of genre of the the pageant Schroeders. I think I should, I was going to start a pageant Schroeders foundation. There probably already is one. Yeah, but not Justine's pageant Schroeders foundation. Well, yeah, I clot. Oh my God. I love that. It's funny. It's not, it's not funny, but not. Our friend was also like, he's like, Jenna, you with your long COVID and your, um, how much you just traveled, uh, he's like, you're actually quite high risk for blood clot. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much. Now I'm paranoid. Well, and it's scary <laughs> because now that that has happened, like that is something that honestly, like this disease is like a, it's, yeah. it is a hereditary thing. So honestly, you could have it because you have I've all these I've had this pains. weird pain in my left underneath my collarbone for six months. And I, and that's actually when I was like, dude, I think I have a blood clot. Cause it's like this weird I don't know how to explain it, like a cramping. And then it went like through my neck and I was like, oh my God, I'm clotting. I still could be. You could. My I, legs, I woke up in the middle of the night. My left leg was numb and tingling and my arms have been tingling. And I'm like, oh no. What's happening? I was like, no. It's Maybe scary. I'll just take some baby aspirin just well, to see. I think you should go get checked out. I have a follow-up appointment this week. Um, I'm going to do some more testing. And then of course I'm going to have to decide if, if I do want to get this rib out. But like all of my life, I've had trouble whenever I'm doing like workouts and stuff, like putting my arms above my head. Well, I do too, though. That's just hereditary. And I feel like our whole family does yes. that. Well, guess what? Maybe because we have that pressure. Could be. It's pushing there, those little extra rib. I could have an extra rib. Like I was brushing your hair and I was like exhausted. I was like, I can't hold my <laughs> arm up anymore. And this is not hard work. Like this is not hard. Who knows? But man, it was a wild wild week and then I finally I got to come home and they uh, I'm on blood thinners well and that's the thing too every time I go to the doctor like oh you know we do blood work your blood work's fine but I'm like do like a test do like a scan do an MRI do it like they just like don't do it I think you have to ask for it but like I have I'm like like, even the one time I was getting weird headaches I was like like something it just doesn't feel right and they're like oh you know you know just come back if it hurts I'm like I'm telling you right now it hurts I saw a girl (laughs) on TikTok she she said you should get a brain scan because she she had a portion of her skull removed you may have seen her since we have the same algorithm and it's so now a piece of her skull is in the freezer and they had to dig out all of the infection in her sinus and then it like made its way yeah so just because every time I put my head like and I lay it down I can't lay on my back because anytime the back of my brain touches like a pillow like it hurts and like my vision gets blurry and then I get a headache like a migraine so I've always been concerned about something growing in my brain so you probably should yeah but they're like your blood works fine see you later you're young and healthy they still tell you that I'm like she literally is clotted she's not healthy I was like Considering. I was like, yes, look how young, look how healthy and vibrant. <laughs> I have a clot in my Dude, shoulder. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, you're so young and healthy. I'm like, okay, but she's still in here for a blood clot. So like, when do we take away the healthy? When is When do I lose that? You can keep saying I'm young all you want and yeah. compliment my I'm like, skin. But she's, in, she's literally in the ICU when there's only 24 beds on this floor. Yeah, but I was getting a lot of compliments on, you know, how great my veins were. So that was cool. It's true. That is true. Jenna brushed my hair and on yep. day five, I don't know, it's just like, after like not washing your hair or showering, it's like my skin was glowing. Yep. My hair Very was nice. looking wonderful. Very nice look. I went oh to Bloomingdale's and bought new jammies. I'm actually wearing the pants right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're quite You got me some jammies too. Did you, did you send my Venmo back, did you? I did not. I was okay, going to send the Venmo back. I was like, please, just let me give you some. That doesn't even pay for everything that you did. Well, that's another thing. In the Los Angeles, like with the COVID tests. So like, oh, <laughs> my favorite was like, we well, have to go to COVID tests. I was like, okay, whatever. He gives me this card. And oh, because they almost didn't let me in the first night. I'm like, come on. I'm like, just 
I have a letter of recovery from your hospital saying that I've recovered from COVID. And they're like, eh, it's too bad. And I'm like, whatever. So they give me the free COVID test thing. They'll go here, get a free COVID test. You go there, but it's a free COVID test within one to three days. Oh, and I did, I was like, well, I'm going to pay for this and I'll still do the PCR test. By the time I got that PCR test, you were out of the hospital. Oh my God. So every day it was like a hundred dollars to get a COVID test, which I'm like, I mean, I owe you more money. No, 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 no. That's not, that's, I do not want your money. What I'm saying is like, if for other people who maybe want to like visit friends and family, how does, how do people afford it? Like, it's not, I mean, unless you have your booster. And then I was like, well, can you guys like give me my booster? Or like, can you take my insurance here in this hospital and give me a COVID test? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. So I go somewhere else. They could be running a racket I go, there making I go, money. I go into a back alley where someone's giving me a COVID test and they're still taking my insurance. But in the hospital, we don't do that. It's crazy. They gave you a COVID test. They did. Negative. Yeah. I was like, look, she's already got six figures on her bill. Can you just like toss on an extra COVID test for me? Like, it's fine. It's Can you just fine. add her to the list? Just put me on. Just come on. Oh, Itemize it. I'm dreading the bill, but I'm grateful for my health. Yeah. I'm grateful for everyone who reached out. Grateful for Jenna who was there. Like, I don't know what I, I wouldn't don't. I don't know what I've done you without you. Fine. You just would have, you know, now, not you? had as brushed up hair or brushed teeth. I had to brush your teeth. She brushed my teeth. Multiple. That was weird. For two days. <laughs> well, and two things. It's a good thing you, you know, are able to have health insurance. Like I pay $500 a month for not even the best health insurance. I think I pay a little bit more. And yeah. I've been paying that for forever. Yeah. And, and you're still going to pay. Oh my God. You're still going to pay a lot of money. A lot of money. It's just, that's another problem and it with sucks healthcare in the United like, States. And there's still more to be done. Like there's more tests. Like if I do the surgery, they also told me it was an elective surgery. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I want to elect to have a blood clot again. I want to elect to have a rib removed. Oh, yeah. Is that going to make me more beautiful? And then they're like, the surgeon's actually not in your network. So you'd have to pay out of pocket for this surgery, which I would imagine would cost so much money. Like, n- no. It's like, okay, well. Find a discount surgeon, I guess. And from the same back alley, I'm getting the COVID test, maybe. Yeah, they said I could keep the rib. I would hope. It's going to cost you $100,000. They said they would send it to pathology, and then I have to request to have it back. I go, you give me that rib back. I will make it into a necklace. I will will make it gold-plated. That guy, the one guy pushing you in the wheelchair is like, you can make it into a knife if they take the other one. Oh, my God, that's a great idea of a knife and a necklace made from my own body. Like, think about how weird that is. Yeah. It's not every day that like you get to keep a piece of your insides. Well, you keep your teeth when they fall out. Yeah, but that's not like a rib. Like you can't just like. No, you cannot. You could. It's just not. It wouldn't. No. Anyway, um, I'm gonna go take a nap. I'm grateful for everyone that reached out that has also kind of gone through this. Yeah. Um, people are like, "Wow, I can't believe you shared all that." I was like, well, "I can't believe it either," but I did. Um, <sighs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's so much. This is very very sad times. I did not enjoy it for you. No, on behalf. I was pretty calm, all things considered, because I hate needles. Absolutely hate them. Like when I got my COVID test, I almost passed out just because the needle. I was so scared. You just kept saying like, "Just really sad," and I'm like, "You're allowed to be sad." Like this is a very sad time. Um, It was very sad. Like that's that was my feeling. It was just so much sadness. Yeah, so sad. We didn't enjoy it. No. Well, thank you for taking care of me. I mean, we would have done the same. Yeah, I might have to. What? Well, with your- No! What? Oh, God. No! Look, I hope I don't have to repay the favor. Oh, God. No, I hope not either. I'm like, nope, not doing it. Oh, my God. I was oh. like, okay, what do I need to sell? 
like I got some I got some old computers I can sell to like pay my medical bills. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Anyway, guys. I had to cancel a lot of projects last I week too. Did. I know. It's scary. It's, it's scary. Like, that's another thing too. Like even when I had COVID, I was like, I can't work. I know. Like, I I was couldn't do anything. Like literally took me out for almost a month, month and a half, and like I'm still struggling to be awake. <laughs> even when I was in the hospital too, they were like, I was like, I think I was coming out of anesthesia at one point. I remember somebody saying, are we going to need to get you a, a, a doctor's note for work? And I was like, maybe. I was like, wait, I'm the boss. But I have contracts, contracts. that I signed yeah. that said I was going to do things this week. So mm-hmm. yeah. Can you give me one of those did notes? Did you ever get it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you did. I, I got I to follow up. I gotta, can I get a doctor's note? I was out, I was out of school. I, know. I, was, I, was, I was out of office. Jeez. Jeez. Well, this was fun. You no. got to go take a nap because you need to think about if you want to do something fun later. I want to take a nap. It's four o'clock, but that's okay. I can still nap a little tiny nap. Your wallpaper looks nice. So you can sell that. I, I don't know. I've just been, fun- sell that. I've just been functioning on a day-to-day basis. This yeah. is a, this is a picture I took in Germany of the, I think it's called the. You should sell it. Jenna's going to sell it. New Schwanstein cat. Oh, I don't know, but Maybe it's very, sell it. Okay. Jenna's going to take a nap. I think I may take a nap as well. Please. Yeah. And maybe we can like walk to get dinner. Oh, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. The lake. I did, or yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, just I think I'm allergic to salmon now. That's okay. You figured it out in the hospital. Yeah. I had a weird reaction. Yeah, but you also had a weird reaction. I don't know if I would trust that though. You don't think I'm scared? You were like, I get this weird cough. I'm like, maybe you had a weird cough because you had a pulmonary embolism. True. So we just don't know. We're out here figuring things out. I'm gonna do some blood work. I want to get. Um, now would be a great time to do another project with Quest Diagnostics. I did a project with great. them for like the allergies and like getting blood tested. And every day I go on their website and I'm like, what can I get tested for now? Because <laughs> it's like you could just buy the test and then show up and they take oh. the blood work. It's just like, it's kind of expensive though. But I was like looking at all their tests. I was like, oh my God, I just want to take everything. But okay, nap time. Yeah, let's get out of We're here. We're very glad you're still here, Justine. Thank you. Appreciate um, you taking care of me. Thank you to the internet and everyone who has reached out. Everyone has been very supportive and very kind. Uh, well, except for the people who haven't been very kind. Yeah. If you want, you can um, really make Justine happy by giving us a five-star rating Yes. Um, Apple Podcast. Oh, I made a horrible joke too about when I was having like some tingling in my body. I was like, oh no. I was like, same brain clot. Oh no. And I was like, that's too much. Oh God. Humor humor is how I handle the dark times. Me too. All right. Thank you guys for listening. If you did listen, you're also able to watch youtube.com slash same brain. We're same brain across the board. So go follow us. And yeah, until next time, we will not. We'll try to not be another month. Yeah, that was bad. A lot of stuff happened. Okay, bye. April Fools. No, not a fool.